0: Let yep.
1: me get a yep. yakamine and, a, you know, a yeah. <laughs> and like Let me get a pound of crabs and it's going our way, you know. But we bring that same love to our place and our product. And we feel like that's kind of almost what we are, you know. Uh, the sounds broke of course, but um, we're more of like the modern day feel-good spot. Okay. You come here, you know, it's a niche place. A lot of people don't know about it yet. Mm-hmm. Y'all know us. We know y'all and you gonna get something that tastes good.
2: All right, y'all. I am back with another episode. Uh, This is cool because I live right down the street in the same neighborhood as these business owners I'm talking to um, here. They are the owners of Mana Juice Bar, uh, Christy and Lewis. I appreciate y'all hanging out. Hey, no
1: problem. Thanks for having
2: us. I'm tasting this. What What is it called again? Peanut butter?
0: That is actually the Willy Wonka. Really wants a so peanut butter, cacao powder, banana, a little bit of almond milk, and
2: agape. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's one of my
0: favorite. But
2: let me, let me first go back into y'all. Like, how'd you, you know, where are you from? How'd you decide to open up? Uh, so, um,
1: we're originally from
2: New The audio cut out, but she says they're originally from New Orleans.
1: Eight years or so now. Um, We've been living in this community for about six years i'm a pharmacist by trade mm-hmm. he's a videographer so we kind of already are entrepreneurs in that sense with his business mm-hmm. um, and we were just kind of looking for our next business venture um, we visited like a franchise fest and you know for some reason dominic said he wanted to do juice or the like smoothie bar just you know where the world is trending now they're trending towards health Mm -hmm. So if you're going to do some type of food establishment, you don't want to be behind the times, you want to be ahead. Mm -hmm. And so we ran across a couple of juice franchises, but I personally like cold-pressed juice. Um, The benefits, the taste. Um, I've been to a few cold-pressed juice bars in Dallas before, and that's something that we thought would be a really good concept to take and bring somewhere else. Um, We learned a lot about the operations and you know, sales tactics and things like that. And we felt like instead of buying a franchise, it would be something we could do ourselves. You know, the cold press juice concept, it's been around for a minute, but it's still fairly new. When you're buying a franchise or something, what you're buying is the name, Mm -hmm. right? So if we're paying a franchise and they don't have a name and we have to build it anyway, what do we need you Mm -hmm. for? But we did need them for one thing, and that was the recipes, um, because you know I make a smoothie. I just throw everything in the blender. Day mm, tastes delicious. A lot of honey, three pounds of honey, whatever. I'm good. Um, so I remembered that my brother-in-law, who is Louis, um, is an R&D chef, and he's also a food scientist. Um, and we have a familial relationship, so we didn't talk about work that much. So when I called him to talk about this idea, I'm like, man, what did you do for a living again? Like, what do you? do? He's like, well, I actually come up with recipes for a living. I'm like, oh, for real? I've been knowing you two years. I didn't really realize that. I'm like, well, this is what we're trying to do. And he came on board and assisting us and he made himself invaluable to the business and the process. And then we just decided to partner with him and his wife and come together and
0: step out on faith and do it. And we put it
2: here. How'd you get in? The, how'd you get in the food science?
0: So I've always loved being from New Orleans. Naturally, I always had a passion for food, grew up food, love food. Um, I went to culinary school. Wanted to do. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I loved food. So then my last, I discovered R and D and research and development um, lends itself to food science because not only you have to know the how to prepare the food, you got to know the science behind it, especially when you talk about manufacturing and large scale and production, you know, every major chain, they have a system. That's why it can be a chain or a franchise. Mm -hmm. So I I was always interested in being able to create and take an idea and bring it to the masses. And uh, food science was able to allow me to get into that and also kind of feed my passion because I'm very creative. Mm -hmm. And the thing about me is I need a new challenge. I need something new. So when Christy brought this to me, I was like, I'm in. Mm. And I will, you know, I will figure it out. But my culinary side said, whatever we do, it has to taste good. Now, I know everybody who walk in this door not going to like everything, but I need new people. I need I want people to rave about our product and say, look, I know you don't know juice, but this is some good stuff. Mm. Or even the smoothies, or the bowls. So at the, at the heart, that's what we're about. We're about the product. Mm. We want people, like I said, new people to love our product and tell people in light of life, they got this one juice, you got Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what really, really helps us and kind of sets us apart because if the product ain't, we, we, we make stuff and I make stuff and if we can't get past the full of us, mm-hmm. then the world will never see it. Because yeah. Yeah. if we don't like it, why are we going to put it on the shelf yeah. why are we going to do a smoothie or mm-hmm. stuff like that. So just food science really kind of fuels that creative passion I have for food and also understanding the systematic approach.
2: Um, you know, how to put together ingredients and, you know, food safety and stuff like that. Okay. And, and, and um, y'all are from New Orleans, so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an adopted Saints fan. New Orleans is my adopted city. Okay. Because okay. we go, me and been married like 11 years. We okay. go every year. Okay. And, okay yeah. and so I had to pick football. I mean, I'm a basketball guy, so I never watch football, but I, I have to every Sunday watch football with my in-laws because they're Cowboys fans. Okay. And I tried. I tried one year to be a Cowboys fan, no, and hard. I just, I just, Jerry just makes it extremely hard to, <laughs> to like the team. And so I was, I was like, well, Kel, we can't go to New Orleans every senior year. Why don't we just like be Saints fans, right? And so that's that's literally our story how we became Saints fan, right? Because I grew up on the and mm-hmm. they don't exist anymore, right? Right. So, um, but it's a bunch of it's a bunch of folks from New Orleans here. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people came
1: up here after Hurricane uh, Katrina once they were displaced and they stayed. You know, that's not really our story, but that happening kind of introduced us to Dallas. We come out here to visit a lot of family and friends who who did live out here, and we loved it. I mean, it's so different from where we come from in terms of, you know, the city and, and the people, but it has a lot more opportunity um, and it was fun for us to start over, essentially, mm-hmm. and start somewhere new and see what we could build here in, in DFW. And M- M- we really a big on, like, these, like, roots said the taste of something. Got like, it. we will go and drive and go to a little hole in the wall spot mm-hmm. that nobody knows about that just take cash that it might have, <laughs> like, you know a little bit of roach or something. <laughs> it's like let yeah. me get a mean yeah. and uh, you know, a yeah. on <laughs> like let me get a pound of crabs and mm. go on our way, you know. But we bring that same love to our place and our product. And we feel like that's kind of almost what we are, you know, uh, the science roaches so of course, but um we're more of like the modern day feel good spot. Okay. You come here. You know, it's a niche place. A lot of people don't know about it yet. Mm-hmm. Y'all know us. We know y'all. And you're going to get something that tastes good. And mm-hmm. you want to share it with people. You want to bring a couple juices home to your mom who's sick or to your kid who is not eating vegetables mm-hmm. or you're going to grab a smoothie on the way to the gym, you know, and we're here for that. Mm-hmm. So
2: so there's so many different schools of thoughts so on like where the, ju- where the fruits are good for you or not right you know some people say hey it's a lot of sugar you probably just want to do more vegetables and some people say no it's pretty good like what's what is the truth
0: around fruits so i mean fruit is better than grabbing a refined candy bar anything like at (laughs) the end of the day i don't care how much is natural sugar now depending on your uh, medical condition or whatnot you know you may even though a natural fruit may not be good for you, mm-hmm. but the thing we've done is it's all about balance. Mm-hmm. So we have some juices that are strictly vegetable based, mm-hmm. we have some that are fruit-based, we have some in the middle. And that's when we come in, we not only we try to find out a little about a little bit about what you do, what you're currently doing, maybe some of the things you're going through, and then we can recommend what's the best thing. Yeah. So, you know, overall fruits are good for you. Vegetables, mm-hmm. you gotta think for years, that's all people have was fruits and vegetables. Right. They didn't have the diseases that we have, They, you know, every, but they had moderation. So, I mean, it's about the balance and knowing uh, your body and your system and just kind of what you need. Mm-hmm. And depending on what you need, we can, you know, we, we can take care of you and we have a product.
2: Yeah, yeah, so so basically somebody can come in here and say, hey, man, I like to, like, pick up, you know, juices weekly. Right. Can y'all give me a... Uh, you know, weekly plan.
0: Right, we can we can recommend juices, and also you can walk and say, "Hey, I want a juice. I've never used a day in my life, and I have we have something that okay, you 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 can try this, and we can kind of get you on a path of juicing daily or once a week or stuff like that. So,
2: and, and, and what does it do? So, like, I hadn't had lunch, and I drank this twenty ounce. Mm-hmm. Is this kind of a
0: meal replacement? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you got the peanut butter in there, you got the almond milk, you got you know the cow pot, you got the banana. Those things, naturally, when they blend it, they're going to keep you full. Mm-hmm. So, in that particular smoothie you have, for example, a lot of folks get that before they work out mm-hmm. or after because I'm going to the gym, I want something, I want to feel full, but I don't want to necessarily mm-hmm. eat heavy and be, you know, we just all sluggish. That. So, th- things like that, you know, we have mm-hmm. options for, you know, whatever you do doing or whatever you need to go and do. Yeah, and, and then and then
2: what have y'all gotten deep on, like, the stuff where it talks about, um, I don't know if it's... Uh, You know, folks be making up be be making up stuff, but it's it's eating less meat in general, right? Mm-hmm. And the benefits around around that. And, and I'll explain it, right? Cause you know how like in the wild, you either got like meat eaters who eat meat sporadically, yeah, right? Um, not three times a day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just sporadically, like whenever they hunt, they right. gonna hunt to hunt or something, and not eating things a day. And then you got grazers right. who just eat grass all day long, right? right. And so um, uh, my point in saying it is this is this is probably actually good for that too, right? Because
0: yeah, it, for, for it, the it, vegan and vegetarians mm-hmm. and more, more the paleo based diets, yeah, I mean that that is very good for that. Um, and then we can speak to all those people, mm-hmm. you know, because for example, you know, our uh, protein powder when we first started it wasn't plant based, and now it's plant based because of the demand that we got. We, you know, our what's, what's the difference between plant-based and non-plant-based? Well, well, well the, <laughs> well, the plant-based is just what it sounds like. So it's made up of things like, um, you know, brown rice and chia seeds and things like that, where your other, your way is, you know, dairy-based and stuff like that. So you won't yeah. you won't have if, if you're allergic to, you know, that or you don't consume dairy, then you don't want that, you know. And mm-hmm. then it has uh, Plant-based, they're more stricter with the type of ingredients and clean labels and stuff like that. So we made sure that we got, you know, we listened to our consumers and we switched and we've had the success Just saying, hey, we need this. can't mm-hmm. like, we got a plant-based people want, you know. So it's all about listening to the consumers and, and meeting their needs.
1: Right. And most people who come here, they're not really coming, of course, they're coming for us to recommend the juice, but people have a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. that they have already created, they already know what they want, they already know what works for them, and they're looking for these products. And there's nothing around here like this. So when they're coming to us, we pretty much already know, hey, I'm, I'm vegan. You know, I'm looking for something. Hey, I'm diabetic. I'm looking for something with no sugar. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I'm low iron. I'm looking for something that can help me build my iron. And we've already thought of this ahead of time and we have something
2: for you. You got it. No, yeah, and I'm, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm new to this whole world of, um, you know, I go to vegan restaurants and I, and I eat there because I, I just, I like the food. Mm-hmm. I'm not a vegan. Yeah, you
0: vegan-ish. That's a trick. Yeah, well, too. well and, and, and
2: it goes <laughs> back to what I was just saying. I just think we should eat less meat. I don't. I think. I think when we look back 100 years from now, and we think about the primitive science that we have today relative to 100 years from now, we're gonna be like, oh yeah, the reason why we had so much cancer and all that irregular stuff is because like it's not natural to eat meat three times a day. Like in in nature is mm-hmm. you can. I always like to look at nature and, like what's truth, right? Because whenever scientists are look back at something, is and it's funded by big corporations, truth will get lost. But if you look at nature, I'm like, hmm. I, I know one thing, I probably shouldn't be eating as much meat, right? And so that's why I like to, sub, you know, and I'm right. now gonna become a customer, sub these and go, <laughs> and go, to, be, go to vegan spots. Right. Um, w- w- what are some other um, reasons people like juice? Um, I would think the taste, you
1: know, it's also like a meal supplement, something quick, Mm-hmm. Um, it, it helps you get your nutritionals uh, and your you know everything that you need pretty much all in one drink. Um, each sixteen ounce bottle of juice contains like two to four
0: pounds of fruits and vegetables. And so, how much do
2: you need in a day to, to you know for like normal
1: servings?
0: You I, know, I think it's anywhere from I want to say like three to five servings, something like that. A day yeah. yeah. So when you're coming here,
1: you know, there's something that you enjoy doing, getting that in, getting that quick. Um, you know, getting full, not necessarily having to eat a meal, mm-hmm. and things like that. And plus, I need to say, it tastes really good. It is good. So, you know, a lot of people intermittent fast, um, and so they won't eat anything. But Some people juice till lunch, juice till dinner, you know, and then they don't eat anything until you know, lunch or dinner. Mm-hmm. And then we come here as well. Mm-hmm. Do y'all deliver? Okay. We are piloting delivery. Okay. We're in the process. We, we should done. be delivering soon.
2: <laughs> How long have y'all been open?
0: Three three months.
2: months. Okay. Three months, yeah, and you had the grand opening already, or is that something we, we haven't do? had the official
0: grand opening yet? That's something that's coming soon. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. And uh, who who is that telling me that y'all are already part of like the chamber and
1: everything? That also is coming soon. We've been trying to be as active in the community as possible. Mansfield is a very uh, welcoming community. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we learned, which we really didn't know. Uh, before opening this, is that they pretty much embrace their own. They feel like we brought this here for them, which we did. And they take into it. And so anytime we can go to a school event or a farmer's market or a festival or a fair, you know, and just kind of sample and let people know that we're here, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's very widely embraced. Mm-hmm. And those people come into the store. You know, we were doing that before we even opened the store, mm-hmm. just letting people know we were coming. And when we opened, they were ready.
2: Yeah, yeah. What 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 are some of now we get to the business stuff? From a business standpoint, what are some of like the marketing things that y'all are doing?
1: So of course we, we go out into the community, as I said, we do give samples. Um, we have a really big online footprint. Um we're big on Instagram, we're big on Facebook um we you know have collected email addresses of our consumers and we send them little emails and little notes um we have a couple of other things working that i don't necessarily want to speak to this second um but we have some big things coming up as well so i mean it's all about getting the word out and and getting the visibility that we need you know at this point sometimes people are reaching out to us to co-market you know we co-market with a lot of businesses um you know i love kickboxing and other local businesses in the area and we kind of almost, we have the same customer. Mm-hmm. So they're coming here, they're getting juice, they're going to kickboxing, then they're recovering that naturally rooted on 287 and then, you know, they're coming back to us to get juice. So it's one person who can patronize everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, why not work together to let the people know that we're all here.
2: Mm-hmm. I guess probably yoga studios fitting that to work right. out yoga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything like Mm mm-hmm okay um um I was gonna ask one more question on the on the juice part after you you mentioned um intermittent fasting I'll come back to it but what what what's y'all's um you know if if things can play out over the next 12 months that y'all uh the way y'all wanted to how are things looking 12 months from now that's a deep question it's
1: not it's it's you know we have our ideas we have our plans um we gotta see you know we really want to grow and grow quickly as quickly as we can without it being uh, a headache we would like this to be you know a, a centralized location where people not just from Mansfield are coming, people from Arlington are coming, people from Cedar Hill and Duncanville and DeSoto are coming. You know, we would almost like to be a a hub for juice essentially. Mm. And you know, with the delivery expansion and things like that, um, we hope to touch more of the DFW area so that 12 months from now, we're not even, like when you came in here, we're working, like Mm -hmm. you caught us at work, working hard mm-hmm. I've been here my husband was here at 6 30 this morning I got here at nine um Louis got here at 12 and he'll be here until seven o'clock mm-hmm. um 12 months from now nah
2: you'll have a team
1: in here we'll have a team in here we'll have our system in place we'll have everything in place to whereas all we're doing is focused on growing the business and we are back in our areas of specialty Louis is back just 100% RD being all the time. What about
2: like an ice cream truck, like a juice truck? You just drink like, drive through in the summertime with like juices in front. Of Help you
1: There's something to, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. What I've learned in businesses that the most important thing is the product. If you have a product, you can do anything with it. You can ship it to California, right. you can put it on a truck, mm. you can put it in another state, you can go to a festival with it you can do anything with that product
0: you can sell it yeah. and, and to your point we want to always make sure that we're growing in the right areas and what I mean by that is if if that's the way the business is if there's a demand for that then that's something that we always talk about but one of the things that we, we're, we're cautious of is trying to do too much too fast yeah, and you yeah. spread yourself thin mm-hmm. and you it's not even really worth the time and effort to be you know doing this over here, and you don't have, you know, home essentially taken care of. So we're always looking to grow and, and, and expand, and we know we want to do that, but do it in the right time and also be in the right space. Okay. So, yeah. you know, even even our model here, right now we're cold press you know, folks come in and ask, you know, you guys don't do this, you guys don't do that. And we made it sure before We opened. This is what we are, and this is what we're going to be about, and that's kind of, that's, this is our business model, and that's just what we're going to be. Uh-huh. And, when you have that identity and know who you are, you're not trying to, okay, well, three people ask, you know, can you juice me orange juice fresh? And, you know, now you got this big thing that three people ask one time and now you'll never see them again. But uh-huh. you're trying to kind of satisfy that need. Like, mm-hmm. this is what we have, this is what we offer. But if you're looking for that, we have things that we can encourage you to try or kind of, uh, you know, turn you to, to still satisfy what you can be your needs. So mm-hmm. that's the, how we even look at growth. It has to make sense. It has to be the right time and the right place to mm-hmm. do Exactly. That's a really good way that you put it. And, and one thing that we had
1: to be okay with is to understand that we're not for everybody. There are people who walk in here, look up the price, look at everything, and just walk out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's unfortunate. We would love to have an opportunity to turn that consumer that customer. But, you know, everybody's not looking for organic juice mm-hmm. that's cold pressed to last three days with two to four pounds of fruits and vegetables. Some people are good with juice blends from Jamba Juice or, you know, a Smoothie King smoothie that has ice and sugar, you know, more ice than fruit and vegetables <laughs> and, you know, no shade. But some people are good with that. It's it's $5 on Tuesday. You know, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. And that's fine. That's not what we are. And mm-hmm. we're not here to compete with them. We're here to promote. what We have. Somebody wants it. And we have it. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: And, and, and one more thing, cold press because y'all, y'all mentioned it four times. Help me understand what cold press means relative to other ways.
0: So there, there are two methods of juicing. There is cold press and centrifugal juicing. The the, the simple easy answer is uh, cold press is basically you take the fruits and vegetables, um, you grind them and you mash them together, and it extracts the juice. What that does is it, you get more of vitamins and nutrients in the juice. Um, you retain more of the things that you will want in eating the fruit. And also, too, um, the shelf life as far as the juice, you get a longer shelf life. Mm-hmm. The other method is what you kind of see at home the juice with the fast spinning yeah, blade, mm-hmm. and it comes out on one side. That blade is actually, um, that fast spinning blade is actually introducing heat into the juice and it oxidizes. That's why it doesn't last longer. That's why a lot of times when you go, you have to kind of drink it right in there. And there. Assume and the benefits aren't as great as cold press so it doesn't keep it, it does it doesn't keep and you're losing a lot of the vitamins and nutrients because of the processing so mm-hmm. cold press is essentially the processing method that it goes through mm-hmm. and um that's why we chose that model we can bottle it you can come and get it you know it, it lasts anywhere from you know three to seven days depending on the juice mm-hmm. and the product so that was the method we chose There are some juice bars that do both again we just chose to do the cold press method because of the benefits and that's who we are.
2: No, oh, yeah, hey, and answer my other question because I've I read somewhere like when you juice, it takes in the nutrients out, but the cold press The, wasn't the cold press
0: it retains more of the nutrients because it's a, it's a slower, it's almost like if you took your hand and you had some strawberries and you crushed it and the juice came out, as opposed to if you took that same strawberry and put it in a food processor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's gonna be different,
2: you know? Mm-hmm. So, no, makes complete sense. So I'm the five questions that I ask uh, everybody, and I guess we can just get separate answers. Okay. Uh, if you can go back and talk to your 22-year-old selves.
1: <laughs>
2: we'll start with Christy Yo. first. What would you tell yourself at 22? Oh, Lord. Um,
1: you know, I would really say to take more risks. You know, what we're doing now is a big risk It has great reward. Um, I'm still fairly young at 34, so we have a lot of opportunity to enjoy it. Um, I think between all four of us who own this place, we all have a lot of other responsibilities. We have children, um, you know, we have homes and families at this point. And it would have been a lot easier to take bigger risks at that age where you have literally nothing, you know. you know get a house and, and get a car and get married you're almost in a rush to do a lot of things that you feel like you're supposed to do. Um, I would tell myself to take my time and, and find my own path and to create to begin to try to create something at that point so that by the time it's here, 10, 12 years later, man, it's already
0: it's already built. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You. Uh, I would tell myself, Slow down and control your ambition. What I mean by that is I was such in a hurry to get to the destination that I can look back now. It's the journey. Mm. And even though look, Christopher, I'm still fairly young, there was a lot that I was just trying to get done and, and, and not even taking the age I was at or where I was at. So I would say slow down and of course have this plan, but if that plan doesn't work, don't be afraid to change it or alter it or reevaluate the plan. I was so big on I got through this by this message, and it just kind of mm-hmm. like, and I know a lot of young people suffer from that. But I kind of missed some things that I could have done or would have done differently had I just slowed down and just say, look, just relax a little bit. Is this ain't this ain't going? No more. <laughs> so I, I was just definitely and say slow down and kind of just enjoy what you're going through in that stage of life because you don't get that stage back because of the responsibilities. And also too, you're just a lot freer. You don't even know how free you really are. (laughs) You (laughs) don't know how free you are until you get all the responsibilities. You look back like, I really was free. So just to kind of really slow down and enjoy that time in life and not just try to rush to get through college and high school, just all that stuff. Now I gotta get a job. Mm -hmm. Just slow down a little bit. Yeah. right.
2: Yeah. Second question is where do you where do you like what three let I me mean, let me ask it better than this what are three companies that you do business with um, that you like enjoy doing business with so you're like hey man I spend money with these companies consistently and I just I like it I like the companies so like, like personal it, whatever it can be personal it can be business
1: um man I love going to Chick Fil A oh, Chick have my money <laughs> any day of the week. They're so personable. They have such great customer service. Um, they are very efficient and speedy. And I, I do not have a problem um, going through Chick-fil-A drive-through for sure. Um, I guess too, maybe Apple. I love, I love everything Apple. I love the Mac. I love my phone. Um, so I mean they have such a good product that it's hard to deny price tag at that point because you gotta have mm. I don't know you gotta have an iMac. Um last thing Whoa. Whoa. I had I have great customer service at like Tory Birch. I know that might sound very bougie or vain. But I'll never forget, I went to Tory Birch one time. My dog had, like, chewed my sandal. And I really just went to get it fixed. I had taken it to, like, a million different shoe cobblers and nobody could fix them. And I brought them to the store to get them fixed. And the guy comes out with another pair of shoes. He's like, you can just have them.
0: And he literally
1: gave them to me. Oh, wow. So ever since then, I've just been totally loyal to that brand. Um Tory Birch, the founder, I-, I love what she does in the community. She's very... Uh, I woke well, is what the children say <laughs> um, and, and is a, a feminist at heart as well and I, I, I enjoy
0: doing this well too. Okay, so that's all personal
2: yeah not nah, good
0: um, I'm going to go with Fossil The people who make the watches um, I like their you know I always say one day I want to be sponsored by Fossil I don't know how to <laughs> but that's okay. on list um, but I love not only their product but I love the way they approach it they have a they always on the cutting edge of being modern but they have this uh these warm comfort tones now in their store with their product and it makes you want to be um a part of the brand it's one of the things you know i love about it and i love their branding because their brand is always somewhat uh simplistic but again not not too it, it's it's kind of weird they're like right in the middle of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um My second company would probably be Nike. And here's why. Not because of the shoes, but Nike changed a generation in the way we look at shoes. From the branding to the shoe deals to, you know, know, if you think in the early 70s, you had Adidas, but people didn't feel like they needed Adidas everywhere. Everybody wants that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the Jordans or this, you know, what just there, they just do it. The ad campaigns are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, whoever's on the ad team, we need to get that one day.
1: Like, <laughs> they just,
0: they just are really about the brand. And they have a strong, a strong, strong brand. But also, too, they're always, they're, they're driving the ship. Nike doesn't follow other companies. They're always ahead. The people and people trying to catch up to them. And I, I like that about them. I'm not sure how they're able to always manage Kind of to be ahead like that, but I do like that and I do value that. Um, the third company would have to be. Um, hmm. What
1: would be the third? Company? I got one. managers Manajusball. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Man Juice That's a good one. Yeah, product hey. is amazing. Yes. <laughs> the environment. People are wonderful, friendly <laughs> staff, yes. open seven days a week. Great reviews. Great reviews Great on Yelp, views. Facebook, Google, yes. Instagram, so on and so forth. Great marketing campaigns as well. And I, I like how they're new and young, but they are up and coming. Oh we had an article come out. We didn't even know about it. Uh, I, we Googled us and we saw that we were on Eater as one of the top 10 juice bars in the DFW. Oh, period, nice. Which was like, Man, like we just opened three months ago, we have a they have a really bright future over at Man, and yeah. and they also get a lot
2: of our money. And, and, and growing, and
1: growing. Hey, <laughs> you,
2: you 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 would like this podcast called uh, Business Wars? Mm-hmm. It goes through the different business boards but it's one on like Nike versus Adidas. It's like dope. It's like six episodes. Yeah, oh,
1: that sounds interesting. Yes. Yeah. Sure.
2: Um, Third question is, uh, where do y'all get y'all's news? So, not like, you can do specifics if you want, but I'm, I'm thinking more like, is it social media? Is it Google? Is it email newsletter? Is it TV television? You know, Get it in a sense
0: of finding out about it
2: or
1: get it in a sense of? You know, just
2: like how, just how you know what's going on and what you care about
1: in the world. Well, I get my news. I'm not going to lie. I get my news from social media. At the end of the day, I cry open Instagram, Facebook. I see what's going on. But I usually take it a step further in a sense that if it's something that's impactful to me, mm-hmm. I'll, I will Google it and actually try and more so find a true article about it and kind of get some of the facts myself. Because anybody can put anything on the internet mm-hmm. nowadays. And, and people read it and they think it's true and they start sharing it and it goes viral. And there's little facts in that. So, if it's something that's like, you know, Kodak Black says something about Lauren London, okay, well, that's crazy, but I'm gonna leave that on social media. If it's like Trump said, you know, he's getting a state of emergency to build a wall, let me me look into that. Did he really do that? Okay, yeah,
0: that's true. I thought that was fake news. All right, wow. You know, so that's Mm -hmm. me. I would say social media in my life. Because a lot of times, a lot of times I miss stuff. Like, I just let me tell you why I miss it. It's so much out there that half fake, half I don't know the the digging. Uh If it's super, super like, but a lot of times I'd be like, Did you hear? Did you know? And then she's read up a follow up on them like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. And then also, too, with the news, today's big story, tomorrow's old news, literally. Mm-hmm. Like something else bad or tragic. So it's like you just so overconsume that social media and my wife, I guess, be my two places. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of, a lot good
2: of times. Filters, yeah. yeah, good filters. What, what about, so when, fourth question, when y'all do get downtime, what, TV shows and uh or, or movies do you like to watch, like specific TV shows.
1: Oh man, I'm embarrassed. Um Don't be <laughs> I'm a I'm a real housewives of type of chick, you okay. know. Um we we like blackish, we do the blackish thing. Uh I also like Modern Family and Will and Grace and I think my favorite favorite show, um, which is uh Game of Thrones is about to come back. Mm.
2: Like,
1: gotta watch that this is us excellent emotional tearjerker and how to get away with murder i think that's my real top
2: three I'm, i made it through one season this is uh, i told my life i can't do this is too emotional Ooh, i can't don't it's watch just, a million little things man. <laughs> 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 it's like such
0: it a great good. show it
2: is good i just can't go through all the emotions this that's good.
0: Well, you know what you got to do? You got to record it if you, if you have that and watch it when you're in that space. If there's some things I might have, six or seven people like you, I can't, I just can't embrace that right now. And then one day I might can watch all of it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you're um, right, you're right. For me, I am a Shonda Rhimes, anything she does, because she can do so many things from uh, for the people, grays, scandal, murder. how to get A murder. She has so many different shows, and they're all different. You know, sometimes you have some people who write stuff; and you kind of see their 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 handprint on it. Because it, it's was the same thing, <laughs> yeah. You put that
1: on wax. She is
0: different, and also two shows like like billions, like mm-hmm. just like Ozark shows, where you kind of have these people who they're not always the best. But their thinking is so deep, mm-hmm. and it is kind of so out there you like why it kind of keeps you you know drawn in almost like a breaking bad just like it has a you know uh it has a science to why everything happens the way it's happening and you might not find out four seasons to four seasons later like oh you know i got i now have to rewatch it because i missed Mm -hmm. it you know so it's things like that you know
2: okay okay and the last question what are the top three books um that you read either recently or of all time? When I say read, you could listen to, but just three books that you've consumed. Um,
1: um, I have, I need to Google one. Just give me a second. Uh, okay. So one, um, a personal favorite is Lean In by Cheryl Sandberg. Um, it's about women in the workplace and how uh, more often than not, Uh, women have to necessarily choose between having a family and having a career but if you kind of look at it what she's found is that more often than not women will choose before they necessarily have to choose Um, meaning that we always have in the back of our mind that there is a conundrum or a choice between the two and if we're thinking about having a family we're thinking about having children We kind of start to shy away from opportunities that might advance us in our career, um, just because, you know, well, if I take this, you know, if I get pregnant or if I get married, then that might not be a good fit for my family life. And then once you are pregnant or once you are married, you find that the career is not as fulfilling because you've already shrank a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. So... That was a really good read for me to kind of just evaluate my career and my life trajectory and to make sure I'm not selling myself short. Um, Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, is amazing. Um, what I liked most about it was how relatable she was to be a first lady and to ascend to that position. Um, it was so refreshing to see her start in a very similar story. Mom, dad, you know, brother, Black, Southside of Chicago and you know Barack who doesn't pick up his socks and
0: you know <laughs> how they
1: took that journey to where they are now and, and to see how similar that origin story is was uh, inspiring to me um, Sarah Jakes anything by Sarah Jakes Roberts I love her um, she's an amazing minister she's so impactful and reading her books always kind of gives me a deeper understanding of you know, the, the character of God, which sometimes gets lost in life and, you know, us looking for God to necessarily do something. It's important to kind of remember who he really is and, uh, you know, who, who it is that we serve. And that kind of puts a lot of things in perspective for me as well. Uh,
0: so my first one would be this book called The Aladdin Factor about learning how to and read this, uh How to ask for what you want. Naturally, when you grew up, you're always kind of taught, "No, don't think that. Don't ask for that. Or don't win. Why? Like you have not. You ask not type. You know. So the Latin fact is very good because a lot of times you talk yourself out of stuff because you never even asked for it, and the answer could be yes, mm. and you just like, I'm not, "That's too much. What What's the say? That's too much. You know." Um, I would have to say, it's not about the money by a guy named Bob Proctor. Um, and also, my third one would be Mindset by Carolyn Dweck, And that's basically about a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And when you're doing something bigger than yourself or you're trying to achieve more, you have to have a growth mindset, whether it's in business, on the workforce, or dealing with people, because if you can't grow, then you 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 don't, you'll never change, and life is all about change, it's all about evolution, so that really helped me to kind of put things in perspective of, like, keep a growth mindset, even if you're not always winning 100%, sometimes your discomfort could be what you need to grow, but if you're so fixed on, I don't do that, I don't, I just, I don't associate myself with those kind of people, mm-hmm. I don't go over, you here. Know, maybe you should, you can learn something, mm-hmm. you know, even to your point about the news, you know, um, I've gotten to the point where now I like to hear different opinions, whether I agree with it or not, because it can it can enlighten you in a sense of, okay, I, it, I don't see things like that, but I, okay, I see why you see it like that, and it's different, because mm-hmm. if you're all around all like-minded people all the time, you will never grow. Right. And a lot of times people hang out with people who have their same views or opinions because they don't want to be challenged or be this, they, it's be uncomfortable, but that's really not how you grow. You grow when you're in different settings, and talk to different people. And you might actually learn something and get a different viewpoint and be able to sympathize with a certain group of people or situations because hey, I, I, I never saw it that way. But mm-hmm. I can see where you're coming from. You know? <coughs> yeah. No, that's real. That's
2: real. Well, anything else y'all want to share that's that, that's coming up or uh, we'll have to when you get your grand opening, let me know. I, I, I'll, I'll get it out there. Yeah,
0: we'll do you have Anything you want to share? I've oh, do got a question for you. Um, So what when you kind of found us, you talked a little bit about what interests you, but um, what kind of made you say, "Hey, I gotta go talk to them." And um, also to where do you see a business like this potentially going with the folks you interview and kind of you, you, you? Are you from this area? I know you live in this area. I live in Yeah, living there a lot yeah, yeah living in this mm-hmm. area. Kind of where do you? Because this is new to this community. So where do you see this going in this community? Um, so what what got me
2: interested, honestly, man, is just, I'm just, you know, I am, you know, not against, uh, other cultures, but I'm definitely pro my culture, you know? So anytime, um, I'm finding somebody in (coughs) culture doing something positive and unique, I'm just super interested in it. Right. Like I said, I've never been the smoothie King. I never, you know, I've heard of juicing, but I've never really liked found the time to stop, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I am interested." you know, something has been in the back of my mind, you know, let me go, let me go check it out. So that was what made me wanna uh, check it out, you know, with the understanding that, hey, I need to find ways to eat less meat. Um, so that was the reason, and then as far as, where I think it could be in the community, I mean, I think it can. I mean, there's like 3,000 homes right there, and then a bunch more being built all over. So I think y'all are in the right trend, um, you know, uh, with the right opportunity um, to to grow this, and I also think that you know, putting my business head on, you're 100% correct in saying, hey, you want to have multiple locations, right? Because you know, one of the things that, and y'all probably know, this but one of the things that some uh, restaurant operators or businesses like this um, that start and don't understand is like, you're not going to make money on one location. Like you know, it's just it, it doesn't play out that way from one. Of those There's things. a ceiling
0: with just your efforts. There,
2: yeah, with, with with the exception with the exception of you doing like a Chick Fil A, and you being a, you being able yeah. to turn lots of people and most people do know about Chick Fil A, right? And I'm sorry, this is my business nerd that you put on, but Chick Fil A makes a stupid amount of money on catering, right? If you own Chick Fil A, your margins, you know, kind of come from the restaurant, but your real margins come from like catering. You know, um, and, and using that space efficiently and getting out there and delivering, so um, but y'all are already thinking about that, which is good, yeah. Um, so now I think it's nothing but upside, cool. yeah, especially with the cold press. I mean, yeah, that cold price, press is, and selling. yeah, 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 that and, and keep and keeping the nutrients, right? That's the big thing that I, I'm always like, well, how do you keep the nutrients in that cold press? Is upside, so, yeah. appreciate that, thank you. Thank you.